Spooky Craig. <laughs> Pack 12 in the morning, <laughs> Pack 12 in the evening, Pack 12 at supper time. With 9 a.m. kickoffs on the schedule, you can watch Pac-12 anytime on Saturday. Yes, almost. But um, I'm glad you did that, Jeff. So welcome <laughs> to Podcast versus Deadly Ones. I'm your host, Devil Craig Powers, and with me as always is Jeff Booscare. <laughs> Dude, did you just do that all off the top of your head? I swear we didn't plan that. No, I practiced that earlier. I, <laughs> I, I definitely practiced that. I, that I did awesome. it. I didn't even know. Like I was like, I, I didn't was, tell you I was gonna do it. But you did. That's why it was funny you when you yeah. you did the start. Like I was like, <laughs> all right, that's fantastic. And, and that's the Halloween portion of the episode. <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh, or maybe Halloween. I'll just do the entire <laughs> podcast in this voice. <laughs> <laughs> it, it wouldn't be a very good podcast because i'd just be laughing the whole time and then people be like nope <laughs> no thank how, you how many minutes would they make it in there before i don't uh, know I they might have they might have like had their ears blasted just now by that and just went no way done like with at this some point, at some point do they go okay they can't keep this up they and then like at some point they go Wait a minute, are they going to do this the whole time? And then, like, like I, I'm just wondering where the cutoff is where they finally realize, like, we're not going to give it up and, and it's going to it's gonna be the whole episode. I yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, it's so funny that you mentioned the 9 a.m. thing, though. Like, uh, like I like that surfaced last week again because, you know, Pat Chun said, ah, we don't want 9 a.m. kickoffs. And, and then, uh, and then I, 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 you know, I put it out there that, like, well, why not? You know, uh, almost all of the things that I care about for 9 a.m. kickoffs aren't relevant this year because, yeah. like, for me, it was all about, like, okay, you know, fans showing up to Pullman at 9 a.m. is, uh, like, that's just, like, a non-starter. Right? Yeah, Like, for exactly. so many reasons. For so many reasons, that's a non-starter. Totally get it. Totally get that. Okay, there's no freaking fans, right? And, like, the players are like, well, hell, we're getting up at 5 a.m. right now anyway to go take our COVID tests, so... You know, at 5 a.m. for weightlifting. And yeah, like, you know, they're getting up at the butt crack of dawn already. So, you know, I'm just like, who cares? And, you know, it's an opportunity to get exposure. And I know people, you know, I hear this all the time. People are like, uh, you know, oh, play at 9 a.m. so that people on the East Coast are not going to watch us anyway. And I'm like, there's a little more to it than that, though. And John Wilner, you know, God bless him, um, sometimes makes good points. And, you know, I think one of the good points he does make is, um, there is some value to having those highlights played over and over and over in halftime of every damn game yep. all damn day. I really think that matters. I, you know, I just, it really, really does. And that's how you get in the consciousness of people and whatever. So I get it. Like, you know, the, to me, the 9am thing makes sense. I think it's short sighted at this point to dismiss it out of hand. I think, you know, I think it's good for whatever. And, you know, Nick Rolovich thinks it's bad and, Cause he doesn't, you know, whatever, doesn't think the players will play well or whatever, but I'm just like, I, I don't care. And he doesn't know that for a fact. And, you know, NFL players go and play on the East coast all the time at 10 AM on their body clock. So what's, you know, what's the big difference? Oh, they're paid a million dollars to do it. Well, I, I just don't think that I, I just don't, I mean, if you're telling me that a, a 35 year old or a 30 year old NFL player can do it, but a 20 year old college kid can't like, I'm not <laughs> sure I buy that. 
right? I'm not. I'm just not sure I buy especially that a one... twenty year old college kid is not allowed to drink the night before because yeah. he's stuck in a he's hotel, staying in a hotel, right? So if you're telling me that one hour of difference for a twenty year old is going to be like a deal breaker, like I just I don't from a performance standpoint, I just don't buy it. I don't buy it. So I mean, I get it if people are just like, I don't, I don't like it because it's different. Okay, fine. But I think that most of the arguments uh, just sort of like fall by the wayside and and to be honest i for one am actually kind of excited to watch i mean what's isn't uh next isn't it asu usc 9 yep, next week yep, right yep. like i'm excited to watch that at 9 a.m like i'll probably yeah. watch i mean I'm, I'm i'm just guessing there's a bvb game at 6 30 in the morning on that day and then i'll watch that and then i'll watch the end of game day or college game day and then i'll roll right into asu usc and I, like i'm gonna love that no, I think it's I think it's Tottenham at six thirty, BVB at nine. So you'll have a oh, that's right. have to flip, and then we have the Cougs at seven thirty. So I'll, I'll split screen the split screen the ASU, USC, and BVB at the same time, and then and then Cougs later that night. So I yeah, I mean I the idea of having Pac twelve games from nine a.m. until midnight is is actually pretty appealing to me. I don't know I don't know about you, but I'm like yeah, I'll watch Pac twelve football all day. Yeah, and I mean, honestly, the bigger part for me is like the last, like since college football has started, you know, every Saturday, like, you know, Amanda goes to bed and, and, and B goes to bed. Usually during college football season, that means like, you know, it's like nine or something. Oh, there's still like two hours of football on now. Like, and so I just like hunker down and there's usually multiple games on, like a Mountain West game, a, a Pac 12 game, you know, Hawaii, whatever. Um, but, it's been like football ends at eight. And so you're like, well, what, what do I do now? Like, uh, right. it's supposed to be Saturday night. That's for college football. It's cool. It's like getting chilly outside. This is when this happens. Yeah. But yeah, I think it's awesome. Like nine to, um, uh, nine to, uh, 11 PAC 12 football. I'm always, I'm always going to watch a PAC 12 game over, uh, uh, you know, have more interest in it than over a big, Big Ten game, which is usually what you're watching in that, yeah, in that thing or you're watching, ACC or whatever. Yeah, oh yeah, you're you're watching like the clash of the the yeah. you know the f- two fourth place teams in the ACC. Oh, so excited! Those those Wake Forest Duke games are oh. just oh oh, or, or you know, or in the Big Ten you get you get like Northwestern Illinois, yeah, or I guess there that's a rivalry. I don't know, but Northwestern still. Purdue, I don't yeah. know, like, whatever. <laughs> Indiana, uh, Michigan State, and you're just like, who cares? Any oh. Michigan State game at nine, you're like waking up, yeah. you're like, oh, time to go back to sleep. Yeah. I mean, there have been more of those, like like Fox, you know, is doing their big noon Saturday thing, right? And well, they've been so getting, been, they've been getting been some, games. they've been getting some big 12 games because it's like 11 for them. Yeah. And so the Pac-12 has been doing 11 a.m. games. So. Yeah. So they've been getting some games in there that have been interesting in that you know, 9 a.m. time slot for us. And that's fine. But I'm like, yeah, if you've got, you know, two teams that are potentially, uh, you know, challenging for the for the South and ASU and USC, like, yeah, like, yeah, like I'm, I'm, I'm 100% down for that. Let's go. Yeah, let's football. Yeah. Yeah, football. You know what else? You know what you need in football, Craig? You need a quarterback. That's a transition. If you don't, you don't have, if you have two, then you don't have one. Yeah. What what do you think the odds are that we are actually going to have two? That that's that that's actually the answer here is that there's going to be two and not uh, one. Well, I don't know. Like you know, obviously Rollo first said that um, to like a a group of reporters that 
you know, or maybe it was the radio show. I can't remember. I think it was the Zoom. I think it was a post-practice Zoom. Yeah. So the, the reporter Zoom yeah. first said that they hadn't decided it could be multiple guys, blah, blah, blah. But then um, he was talking to, when was he talking to Jason Puckett? And, and was it on a, their uh, the radio show? I think so. And, and yeah, he said they, so. had, uh, they had selected uh, a QB, um, which honestly, I, that makes me feel better. Yeah, 100%. I really, really wish, you know, like we got, you know, but as of when we're recording this, like nine days until the season starts, um, I really hope that you have an idea of who's going to be starting that game because otherwise it's going to be a rough uh, beginning. Like just to dovetail on what you just said, like I would, if they hadn't made a decision, I would assume that they were all shitty. Yeah. Like that would be my, I wouldn't think, oh my God, they're all so good. They're having a tough time making a choice. If they're all good. It's not hard to pick one, yep. right? Like you'll feel bad about somebody or whatever, but you'll be like, you know what? All right, you're all good. I'm picking this guy. You usually just and, go by leadership qualities right. or and something at that point. Fine. Like, but if we're like, uh, I don't know, mm, we're dragging this out a little while longer. That tells you that you are not seeing something from somebody that you need to see. And that is extremely disconcerting. So the fact they pick somebody, like you said, I'm on board with what you said, that, that, that's, that that's good. That's good. Yeah, yeah. Um, who do you think it's going to be? Well, okay. So, I, I, I am fairly certain it's not Gunnar Cruz. Like I'll say that. Mm-hmm. Um, so Rolovich came out. Uh, so today we are recording Thursday night. Uh, today or yesterday, actually, I guess it would be Wednesday. Wednesday after practice, he clarified his comments. Uh, I'm like, my days are all bleeding into each other right now, but he said like that, um, he he sort of expanded on what he said about the person being picked and kind of what he said was like, um, you know, look, it's like, like maybe about one guy's getting more than the other and than the other two. And I made my decision basically not on the second scrimmage, but on the first scrimmage and then also practices basically is what he said. So if we take that, we say, okay, so we don't really know anything about practices, but we do know the first scrimmage and Gunnar Cruz was not good in that first scrimmage. Uh, mm-hmm. Delora and Cam and Cooper were both good. Okay, great. So that leaves us with those two. I, I would, I would have a hard time thinking that you're going to go with a true freshman. Like I just like mm. that. I just have a hard time buying into that all the way now would not shock me at all. And this is what I said, you know, was kind of, you know, intimating before would not shock me if they were doing two. if at some, if they had some package things for Delora, who's uh, a bit more of a runner uh, you know, if they just had some things put in there to bring him in and let him do some things that would not surprise me in the slightest, but I would think that, if you were asking me to like make a bet, like I, I would put, I would say like, like what are the odds? Like if I'm choosing between those two as the person who takes the first snap, I'm going to say like 60, 40, like 60, 40 Cooper to Delora. Yeah. So you're thinking like some Taysom Hill type it wouldn't packages. Shock me. Yeah. yeah. It wouldn't shock me. I mean, he's, you know, like I said, he, he's, he's athletic. He's a runner. I, I don't know how much weight he's added since last yeah, year. Yeah, he's but pretty it, pretty skinny dude yeah, when he was being recruited. Yeah, so it wouldn't shock me if he's a little bigger and if they just put in some some running packages. Because I think Cooper is a capable runner, um, at least in terms of his feet being okay. Uh, but he's he's not yeah. like a 
you know, I don't think he's like a runner, right? But Delora, you know, yeah, definitely, more I of like a Minshew scrambler, maybe he could be, but not like yeah. a not like a straight up. We're running a we're running an option play with yeah. this guy. But I could see Delora doing that. Yeah, I could see Delora doing that. So, yeah, I you know, I don't know. I I, I would you know, I would not be shocked if the leash was a little short. I would not be shocked mm-hmm. if yeah. they came in with a plan to say, hey, don't be shocked when when I put him in for a series. Um, I mean, that's the, the other piece of context that's important is is that Rolovich has done that before. Like he's mm-hmm. he has rolled with two quarterbacks before at times and not necessarily on a uh, it's not it's not the Mike Price, you know, uh, Gary Rogers schedule. Right. Where it's like, OK, the one series right here, you know, right before half or yeah, like like it's not it, it's not that sort of a thing. So um, so that's good. And also, can, can we just pause there for let me go yeah. on a tangent? I yeah. always think how nuts the, the WSU had a Rose Bowl national championship contending potential squad that year, and they took their star quarterback out, yeah, in 2002 for a series every game. Yep, like they're just like, <laughs> well, we're gonna need someone to start next year, so <laughs> it was, it was, this is one of the best teams we've ever had in our entire history, but we're gonna, we're gonna take. Take our star quarterback out. Yeah. Take Utterly Justin Gessler out for a series. Like that's nuts, man. Yeah. Like that's just totally nuts. nuts. And it worked out. It was fine. Yeah. But she said it was nuts. It was nuts. And Sorry. So ro- no, it's like it is. But I mean, it does show like how like unusual it is to like just you know take your starter out and put somebody else in and yeah. Um, it just it doesn't happen. And and I have to assume that it doesn't happen for a reason. Like I'm. You know, it's like I, I typically will say, look, if something is happening or not happening, there's probably a simple explanation. Like, it's probably not good, right? So, uh, but Rolovich has had some success with, you know, rotating guys in and out at times and, you know, kind of playing, uh, you know, it seemed, it seemed like, from what I know, playing it a little bit uh, by ear mm-hmm. more than by game plan and, you know, just kind of going from there. So, uh, yeah, I I would bet we see both of them uh, I would bet we see both of them in the first game. Yeah. Cool. What about you? Let's like ride. Is that what you think? Yeah. I'm, well, I think, yeah, I think it'll be Cameron will be the starter and, and yeah, you've convinced me. Yes. I, I want to see some Jaden, uh, you know, uh, Taysom Hill subs and, and, uh, but yeah, sounds great. Uh, but I, yeah, I think, I think I've just had this feeling that it was going to be Cameron. He's the oldest guy, the most experienced guy, who's the most highly rated guy coming out of high school. It just like, just, just seems like you're just hoping that he is also the best one. Yeah. And, um, but you know, who knows? And, but it, it feels like, yeah, that's, that's potentially who it is. I mean, turnovers are going to be the deal with him. I think we know that mm-hmm. already. We, we haven't seen him play in a real game, right? Like, I mean, he's taken exactly zero real snaps in his career, but he has played in a spring game and he completely melted down in yeah. that game uh you know leach and i and i know that mike leach thought highly of him i like I, I do know that i've talked to enough people like he leach really thought highly of his skills and his abilities and what he was going to eventually be um and you saw in that spring game you know they they just kind of kept trotting him out there right he was playing both sides he was playing both ways yep. at that point in the game for like a, just kept, two quarters basically yeah it's it just, just like, the like show. once they got done with uh with anthony gordon and trey tinsley it was like, all right, well, uh, here it's Cooper time, and he was playing both sides, and and 
you know, the, the downside of that is if things start spiraling, like you're not standing on the sidelines at all. They're just throwing you back out there again. And eventually he just like, I mean, just completely melted down, like total, total, total meltdown um, to the point where Leach finally had to had to had to really pull him, you know. So there's that. And then we had, you know, the second scrimmage here where um, he threw two interceptions and he threw an interception in the first scrimmage. So uh, that's, you know, and I don't know. I don't remember how many interceptions he threw in that spring game, but it was at least two. Right. Was it two or three? It was something like that. Yeah, I don't know. I was I was several yeah. beers deep by the yeah, end. Yeah, so I was I. But you know, but we're basically talking, you know, like scrim. And then we lock- recorded a podcast. Yes, we did. Um, in simulated game action, I mean, in, in his last however many quarters yeah. of simulated game action, he's thrown a shit ton of interceptions. So and of course, he's practiced had many, many, many practices since then. So sure. hopefully, you know. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> but, but it's, you know, it's still, it's, it, it popped up again in that second scrimmage, you know, he threw two interceptions. Got now, it, yeah. We did find out as I sort of suspected, cause the offense was horrible, horrible in that second scrimmage. Right. Yeah. And we were on Slack and I was like, I kind of put in there, like, it would not surprise me to find out if the coaching staff sort of sabotaged the offense. Um, coaches have been known to do that kind of thing. And it's not hard to do. Like, you just sort of like put them in bad situations and well, make yeah, sure like that the defense uh, is lined up right, yeah. and you call for the defense out. and the offense. You call the perfect yep. defense to defend that off yep. that that play and, call. So and you see what they do, right? You're yeah. trying to find out what they're going to do with the perfect defense against their offense. I mean, you basically you put them in a shitty situation on purpose, and then just kind of see what happens. Uh, you know, and so Rolovich basically admitted as much yeah. <laughs> when he was talking about that second scrimmage. So, you know, I mean, I don't know how much I read into him throwing two interceptions, but at the same time, that's, you know, two more interceptions. So maybe that's going to be the issue. Maybe that's the that's the thing that, you know, maybe there's a short leash. It's, you know, you can't be loose with the ball. So, yeah, because that'll be a killer. Uh, I would be impressed if a a true freshman was took care of the ball. But uh, yes, um, but he's already the, the, the difference is with him. Like you've got so with Delora with the added dimension of his legs, like that can mm-hmm. a lot of times save you from an interception. Right. Right. You know, Min- we saw that with Minshew a ton where he just like, he'd kind of climb the pocket, climb the pocket. And then he'd be like, you know what? There's nothing there. And I'm just going to scramble for a few yards or a short loss or a first down or whatever. But then we saw the opposite of that right before him with Luke Falk, right? Where it's like, okay, he can't run anywhere. So when everything's gummed up, it's either I'm going to get pummeled for a sack or I'm going to throw it into a tight window and see what happens. Right. And so, you, you know, you don't want to, you don't want to get into that kind of a situation. Um, and so I, I do wonder if Delora, it's kind of the same kind of deal where, okay, you got a young guy who maybe he's just more likely to, I don't see what I want. Okay, fine. I'm just going to run. So I don't know. There's some value in that too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we will see quarterbacks. Yes, we will. We have a whole nother week to talk about this. We do. Mm. <laughs> Just love talking about that quarterback Ooh, situation. Quarterbacks. Let's talk about let's talk about the the opposite of a quarterback. Defensive uh, lineman. <laughs> defensive lineman. The opposite <laughs> we, of a quarterback. We have one fewer so defensive what, lineman so now. Opposite of wide receiver is a cornerback. An opposite, but but if, okay. If a, if an opposite of a quarterback is a defensive lineman, then what is the opposite of an offensive lineman? Well, I guess that is, but I'm just think, I'm more thinking like just style, size. Okay. Yeah, just sort of like that whole thing. Like that's like the antithesis. Maybe I should have said antithesis. The antithesis of a quarterback is a defensive <laughs> lineman, right? 
Yes. Yeah. So the so yeah, it just uh it depends. I mean, on... like how many quarterbacks have you known that are like could be defensive linemen? Like maybe Jared Lorenzen, right? Like the hefty lefty. Yes. Like that's about it. That's pretty much the list. Yeah. Yeah. I mean on W at WSU, I don't know, like we, we had probably could yeah, we probably could have had. Dees was a pretty big fella. Yeah, I, I'm just saying, like, there's a lot of quarterbacks that probably could have played defensive line at WSU. I think, well, I think like Cam probably could play defensive line at a lot of colleges. Um, he, he's he was about 250. Ryan Leaf probably could currently play defensive line for WSU. <laughs> That's probably true. <laughs> Leaf was a big boy, like when he was playing, like he was, yeah, know, 230. What's well, I'm saying? Five, no, six, I mean, six, okay. I mean, he could play for our current very small defensive line. At, at this point, he definitely could. <laughs> as I a, think as that a two thirty, whatever. I mean, two thirty. We we've rolled with a lot of two hundred and thirty pound ends. Oh my god! In, yes, in WSU's history. So. Yes, we have. I mean, what was Isaac Brown like? What was that dude like? Two. Oh, he was super light. He was maybe like two ten. He was <laughs> yeah. very light. Yeah, yeah. Those guys, him and Didi. Yeah. Yeah, they were they were very light. Speed they were, man, they, they were, were speed, speed before speed, speed rushers. D. Yeah, yeah, they would terrorize people, man. They were fun. But yeah, let's talk about the defensive line and someone WSU will not have this year and potentially ever again. Yeah. Um, is uh, Lamont McDougal? Uh, he first came out with kind of an Instagram post that said he wasn't going to be playing this year. Um, that he'd be back in 2021, um, and then more reporting by uh, Spokesman Review um, uh, um, and Theo Lawson came out where actually uh, Lamont McDougal had um, contracted COVID, and so he had had COVID, and his dad had recently had heart surgery. So um, just given his family situation, his personal situation, he decided to, and I don't blame him, uh, take the season off, not be exposed to those large groups, I assume anymore. And maybe he feels that that is what, you know, part of that is why, why he contracted it. And, but, um, so yeah, taking the season off and who knows, maybe it had a little bit of after effect and couldn't perform the way he wants. And, uh, we don't know any of that, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, maybe he did. I haven't read the whole article, but, um, but yeah, it's a, it's a bummer for him. Um, he was one of the guys that was, you know, Definitely saying he wanted to play earlier in the earlier in the year. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's a bummer that he won't he won't get to play this year, and really a bummer that he uh, caught COVID too. Yeah, he, uh, you know, obviously had personal uh, interactions with 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 like the 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 really bad effects of COVID between the, his two parents. Mm-hmm. You know, his mom ends up in the ICU. Uh, with COVID complications, Um, you know, that'll scare the shit out of anybody. Right. And so he contracts it. um, You know, at that point he would have had to sit out for a couple of weeks, which would have put him, you know, even sort of farther behind in his, you know, prep for the season. Like, so all, you know, when you put all those things together, it makes, it does make um, a lot of sense that he would decide uh, that that was just not, (laughs) you know, that he just, didn't want to do that, that right. he, he was going to actually never mind. Um, you know, I, I just hope he's okay. Yeah. Uh, you know, I hope he's not in a situation where, you know, he's had some, uh, you know, some after effects or whatever from COVID. I mean, COVID's not, I mean, it's, uh, 
I know that it's in the sports world. It's sort of treated as a, uh, as a, like no big deal. Like somebody tests positive for COVID and it's like, Oh, you know, whatever you'll quarantine for 14 days and then it'll be back. Yeah. We and saw with the like, Sounders, you know, like Ro- Roll Rui Diaz yeah. tests positive for COVID and then he yeah. comes back and, and, you know, scores a goal and then gets an assist in his first game. And you're yeah. like, Oh, they're, Plays, they're superheroes. Know, it doesn't matter. Whatever, yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, so definitely, but, but not, you know, not everybody, right? Like not, that doesn't happen for everybody and that's not normal for everybody. And, um, you know, some people do have symptoms and, you know, do have difficulty and even young people, um, it does, you know, I, I know this is like not a, not a popular opinion, but it's a fact that it does kill young people. Um, not many, but it happens, you know? And so, I, you know, I just hope he's okay. Um, I hope yeah. he's healthy. I hope this is not um, a situation where, you know, I, I, I'm hoping it's a, a out of an abundance of caution that he is yeah. not playing and not because, um, you know, he's actually suffering, you know, some effects. So mm-hmm. um, I'm bummed that he's not playing, but, you know, I'm mostly, mostly, mostly concerned that, that he's healthy and okay and, you know, everything else is just not honestly just not that important yeah definitely you know he he's a you know he's a player that really seemed like he was coming around but um yeah he'll have to it's it it just i'm and i'm bummed out for him for on a you know on on like an emotional on a mental level i'm sure it's a bummer it probably was a very difficult decision uh to take the the year off and so it must be very serious for him given you know how um you know how he how vocal he was about wanting to play um even when some of his teammates were you know not not you know were maybe not necessarily wanting to play so um yeah uh yeah i hope the best for him uh whether it's now sitting out i mean it's gonna be a second year sitting out in four years yep and luckily he (laughs) uh won't won't be losing a year of eligibility this year so um hopefully he can come back strong and healthy and you know, play for the Cougs, play for anyone next year. Yeah, and we're not sure. Yeah, he <laughs> where entered. That's he entered. Say so he's going to enter the transfer portal. So, I'm guessing. So, if I were just like 100 percent, this, this is absolutely speculation, no inside knowledge whatsoever. I would guess that is a cover your bases, find out what's out there kind of deal. Yeah. Um, and that perhaps maybe Alabama he, wants. <laughs> well, that's. I mean, that's kind of the thing, right? Like, like. You know, sometimes people will say they want to be closer to home. I would not be shocked if he legitimately wanted to be closer to home. Yeah. Right. Like like that would not surprise or and I mean, by the way, I would guess right now he's at home would be my guess that he's doing his, you know, like everybody else doing his classes in distance learning. And, you know, since he's not playing football, there's probably no reason why he's in Pullman. So, you know, my guess is he's probably in Florida right now. Um, Mm -hmm. so if he's doing, you know, if he's going to the transfer portal, he's probably kind of seeing, all right, you know, what kind of options do I have, you know, and maybe he would, you know, all things being equal. My mom was in the hospital with COVID and my dad just had heart surgery. Maybe I'd really like to be closer to Florida and I can't fault a guy for that. So if that's what it is, then, you know, more power to him. I hope, uh, he gets an opportunity that he likes. Um, I would love for him to stay in Pullman. I'd love for him to play at WSU. I think he's incredibly talented, but you know, whatever, man, whatever's best for that guy. Uh, you know, I, I just, you know, we've talked about some of our parents' health problems, you know, yeah. at times, and we both live very close to our parents. Um, you know, I, I, I can't really imagine having, 
um, your parents maybe go through, you know, near death experiences so far away from you well, um, I, feel, yeah. and My, feeling like you can't leave. Right. Like if you're a football player yeah. at Wazoo in Pullman and your dad's having heart surgery in Florida or whatever, your mom's an icy, like, like just feeling like you, like, like you've got to play football, right? Like you can't yeah. leave. So, um, that, that's gotta be a really shitty feeling and a, and a, and a really, really shitty, uh, you know, decision to have to make. Yeah, absolutely. So all the best to Lamont and, uh, hopefully he, he, uh, whatever, you know, gets whatever is best for him out of yeah. this. So. Yeah. All right. Um, on the topic of COVID, uh, mm. you know, we often said, you know, it's kind of crazy. We often said like, okay, college football is coming back. Well, what if one of the big stars catches COVID? What if Trevor Lawrence catches yeah, COVID? That's, that's, that was always the name, right? That's always the name. And Trevor Lawrence has COVID, symptomatic COVID. So. Yeah. Not even the asymptomatic kind. Yeah. So like he's, he's actually symptoms. sick. Yeah. He's like legitimately sick. Uh, they said mild symptoms. I don't know. Do you believe that? Um, I don't care. Yeah, sure. I don't know. Like, I, I don't know. know. I don't know. Like, what's I'm mild? Skeptical. Yeah, I mean, if they're telling me he's got mild symptoms, that that kind of raises my uh, my spidey senses. Um. Yeah. I, I hope he's okay. Um, I do too. Yeah. It's uh. It's pretty scary. Um. Just to think of a player being symptomatic, because we've heard a lot of players catch it, but we haven't heard any mentions of symptoms. Like that just doesn't ever get mentioned. Yeah. And I'm guessing that's just more a product of nobody wants to talk yeah. about it. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's probably lots of them that are asymptomatic too. We just don't know who the people are who are symptomatic. But and, I guess, so, yeah, with Trevor Lawrence, back. you're going to just, maybe there's thinking, all right, we're going to get so many questions about it. We have to just say something to, yeah. to begin with. Yeah. And what, what, was kind of weird and kind of gross on Twitter and whatever is the way people react to the news, um, which is kind of uh, how I've come to view how people react to like concussion news and stuff uh-huh. is where they're always, okay, how many games does he miss? When's he going to be back? Blah, blah, blah. It's like, well, you know, this is a disease that, you know, that people have died of. So let's Even like 20 year old people like let's let's just let's just wait and make sure he's OK before we worry about when he's going to play for Clemson again, which he's already being forced to continue to play college football, even though he could have been the number one pick in the NFL draft like two years in a row. But whatever. Yeah. Um, but uh, but yeah, so it, it's, uh, you know, I you know, I hope it, I hope it is mild symptoms and I hope he's fine and, and I hope he gets back in a few weeks or whatever. But um just i don't know like it just shows that how people view these players uh, when that's their first thought is well how many games is he gonna miss yeah because i mean there's like clemson's got a huge one next week it's notre dame so okay great i mean i'm looking at sports center right now and it says qb's ability availability for notre dame in question must isolate 10 days and it's like well like i don't know like i have a harder time with this just to begin with because i'm like you know, we're not, I feel like in general, we're obviously not taking this seriously enough. And then, you know, just thinking of these players as, Oh, well they'll be, they'll be fine. Like they got COVID. Ah, you know, whatever. They'll be fine. Like that. It doesn't affect people that are 20 years old. And, and you know, I, 
like he's having symptoms. And I mean, there's a, there's a Twitter account that I follow called faces of COVID. Um, and you know, I don't know how many people, follow, I mean, a lot of people follow it, but I don't know how many of our listeners follow it, but it's just like, it's basically like stories of people who have died from COVID. And, um, it's just sort of, it's, it's basically just an account dedicated to saying like, look, this is affecting real people. Like real people with real lives have lost their lives. And these are, these are people that mattered to someone, right? Um, now, obviously, a lot of the people that they tweet about with stories are older people because that's, we know that that's the people it affects the most. But today, what they did was they said, look, we're going to start tweeting. Like today, we're going to create a thread where we're going to tweet out about people who have lost their lives who are young. And I mean, it's just, it was just like killing me. Like it was 10 years old, 12 years old, 18 years old, 19 years old, 17 years old, 18 years old. Like, and it was just like, oh my God, like over and over again. And our presumption that the athletes, oh, they'll be fine. Um, now look, are they going to get great care? Of course they are. Right. And that, that seems to be like kind of the biggest thing, right. Is that, um, early detection and really good care seems to make a difference. Like you have a president who has all sorts of, uh, what they would call comorbidities, right. Who tests positive and gets, you know, $300,000 worth of, you know, the best care that money can buy and he's fine. Right. Or at least as far as we know, he's okay. So, um, you know, I would think, you know, Trevor Lawrence is going to get, you know, the same kind of treatment, uh, you know, from Clemson and everything else. But uh, it's still, you know, really dangerous and he's symptomatic, which means, you know, the disease is affecting him more than it's affected a lot of people and already. So, I, you know, I just hope he's OK. I could care less if he plays against Notre Dame and I just hope he's all right. Yeah. Go Trevor Lawrence, beat COVID. Yeah, be healthy, man. Like, be- it would be like, seriously, how horrible would it be if, you know, he was one of the guys, you know, pushing for, uh, you know, all of this to play and everything else because he was sort of on that, um, on that train. And then it turned out that, you know, COVID, you know, irreparably damaged his athletic career. That would be horrible. You know, I wouldn't want that. Nobody wants that. Yeah, right. I, I I hope it doesn't do that, and obviously because he's got quite a bright future. <laughs> By the way, I'm looking at Twitter right now, and Heath Chapman at HD Chappie um, responded to my like, "Hey, this is kind of icky about Lawrence. Maybe we should worry about his actual health." Said he'll be fine. Lighten up, Francis. So yeah, I know go, that's. Man. I mean, if you look at any. Uh, this is if, this is if you people. if if you look at any reference to COVID, it's like big strong men talking about yeah. how they're big and strong, big strong and they're not afraid. They're not afraid of COVID. They're big We're and strong. Afraid Stop of a being tiny afraid. Virus. It's fine. So whatever. Yeah, fuck that. Um, yeah. I mean, I hope um, he'll be fine. I think yeah. he'll probably be fine. But like, let's let's consider for a moment the possibility that he's not fine. I'm sorry. Maybe, maybe we could just think about it for a minute, like just a minute. I'm sorry if your masculinity is so fragile that you have to go on Twitter and talk about how you're big and strong and not afraid of COVID. So whatever. Yeah. All right. Well, I think that's about time to take a break. So people All right. Can, people can uh, think about that. And, uh, <laughs> happy um, thoughts. Happy thoughts. Happy thoughts. Um, so, yeah, we'll come back. We'll talk some. We have a basketball schedule, <sighs> mostly, like mostly. pretty much. Uh, we have we have an, uh, a, a, a strong outline of a basketball schedule. Yeah. Um, we'll talk about some beer. 
I got a fun one. Uh, We'll talk about cardboard cutouts. Woo! Everyone's favorite thing. The most 2020 thing in sports, maybe. Maybe. (laughs) Might be. Besides, like, famous people catching COVID. But, um, But, yeah, so we'll be back in, like, however 30 seconds. Sorry if this commercial is super loud. We're back. Jeff Buske. <laughs> what beer are you drinking? All right. I think I mentioned this last week. I uh, got the varietal. It's, uh, it is the Mirror Shades Double IPA. Ah, yes. So, yep. yes it That's is. a... Yep. Yeah. It's, uh, it is superior. Now, here's one thing I discovered. Um, is that it's actually kind of old. Um, yes, I only, it is. Yeah, I only bought it three weeks ago, I think. Yeah, I bought but that. But this was canned at the beginning of August. Yeah, I bought that so. from Varietal in the summer. Yeah. Yeah, that's long gone out of my fridge. Yeah, so so here's what I want to know from you. Um, so I know that, like, like in theory, right, double IPAs should sort of hold up better uh, with a little bit of time than, say, your you know, maybe your standard hazy IPA. Uh, so you, like you tell me like how much, how much has the, has the, has the flavor of this changed uh, sitting in a, sitting in a fridge for three months? Uh, well, mostly what'll be impacted is like the dry hopping. So like the aromatics may, will die, at, die a little bit. Um, you might get some kind of like old hop taste like there's just kind of i don't know i really did how to describe it there's just like a taste when you know hops are getting old okay um i have i used to be very sure i'm like oh my god i can't drink ipas after like a like three weeks like it's just you can't do it but i've as i've uh let ipas linger longer in my fridge before i end up drinking them especially as i'm you know like trying to like cut back on calories and stuff and and uh i've learned that uh you know a two-month-old ipa generally tastes just fine and then i've found that because of the uh kind of uh i don't know it must be like the body of hazy ipas i typically find that they hold up to age a little better than your like classic clean west coast ipa would um but it's funny i do think about like my favorite beers like when I lived in Vermont were IPAs and, and there was some special ones that I would get, like, like the one I talked about last week, the Lost and Finest Liquids ones. Um, and it, I would just let them sit in the fridge cause I would save them for special occasions, you know? <laughs> okay. I've got a story about that in a yeah. minute. So go ahead. But yeah, so I would always do that. And now I'm like, that was fucking stupid, dude. Like you got this like <laughs> primo double IPA. You should have drank that the day you got or like within a week. Um, especially like a West Coast style IPA, like the clean one, but but I still think like it. I, I think I'm I'm probably a little more lenient than some people um, on the freshness of an IPA. Also, because I've you know I've tracked down some like East Coast IPAs uh, through different services or people have gotten them for me, and they've been older than you know I'd want. But then I drink them, and I'm like, oh, these are still really good. So uh, maybe like maybe that like 
I do tend to think like the super hopped like double IPAs need a little time to cool off. Like you get those like fresh the day of, they are too hoppy and it burns and it's not great. But if you give them a couple weeks, they're a little better, like that three week sweet spot. Uh, Now, three months uh, i don't know or almost four <laughs> that's yeah that's that's probably pushing it but i'm, I'm glad you still like it that's yeah good. no it's really good um very tasty and i'm glad and i'm glad i'm drinking it so so to the story um so you brought me heady topper yes. from vermont a couple times and the last time you brought it for me so this was you know much earlier on in my in my beer journey and when i was uh, maybe a little less knowledgeable about uh, about right. beers and and various styles and how long they would keep, and I, so you brought me a four pack of Heady Topper, and you know, and I drank the first three like I don't know over the course of a month or so, like just you know occasionally, like yeah, I'm gonna have one here and I'm gonna have one there, and okay, fine. Then I get to the last one, and sometimes you're just sort of like, oh man, they're just so good. And yeah. I, I just you know, I'm gonna save this last one for a special occasion, right? And so it sat in my fridge. I, I mean, months and months and months, like maybe like nine months, yeah. ten months. I mean, it was in there for a long time. Now I know now it was in there for a long time, right? And so and then I had it and I told you I was having you're like, wait, you haven't drank that yet? And I'm like, no. <laughs> and you're like, what does it taste like? I'm like, I don't know. It tastes good. You know, I don't, I'll, I'll let you know. Well then, you know, and then I had it and I was like, Oh yeah, that actually tastes really different. Uh, yeah, very but it different. Wasn't Especially bad. heady topper. Yeah. 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 It wasn't bad. It was just really, um, it's just really mellow. Yeah. And the malt structure of the beer is so good. You're just not getting the ultra dry hopping that yeah. they do and all that stuff. Yeah. But it was, good. you know, it was good. And, and it actually was really, um, it, it was a cool, like unplanned experiment where yeah. I was like, Oh, okay. Now I see, because I'd had enough of them that I kind of knew what it was supposed to taste like. And then all of a sudden I was like, oh, because that's sometimes like with this, like, so with this varietal, like, like, like I didn't have it in August, so I don't know what it tasted like in August, right? Like all I know is what it tastes like today. It's still good. It tastes good. Tastes good. So that's cool. Um, But, you know, with the Heady Topper, it was like, oh yeah, like this, wow, yeah, this does taste really different. So anyway, it was cool. It yeah, I I I definitely saved uh, when I moved back from Vermont. I definitely saved a heady for a while um, just to see. I thought it'd be funny, and and yeah, it was it was still a good beer. Um, definitely, yeah, it definitely doesn't have like the potency. Um, it's funny, like I think I you know I gave you four packs of heady back when like heady was one of the most like traded and sought yeah, after yeah. beers. Like oh yeah, like I know friends that would like they're like oh, my first beer trade was for Hetty, and they were, like, sending, like, you know, barrel-aged stouts and stuff to the East Coast so they could get, like, four cans of IPA or whatever, which I think is nuts. I have I have a rule. I would never, ever trade a barrel-aged stout or barley wine or whatever for an IPA. But um, if, if you really, really, really wanted to try Hetty Topper because it was so talked about, yeah, it's, it's pretty good. Or you could just have a friend that lives there and gives you one when he comes into town. But... Um, which is how it, how it worked out for you and like for my mom and a lot of people like here, here's some heady topper. It's not that hard for me to get. <laughs> yep. Yeah. And it was, I remember I would, I would um, visit my friend in Boston and like I, he who used to live in Vermont and I would have to like go buy a, 
I'd have to cobble together as much heady as I could. And I would like roll into town with like a case or two of <laughs> heady topper. And like, I'd be yeah. like the king, like all, all his friends, we'd be at the party and they'd be like, it's the heady topper, man. Conquering he brought king. all the heady topper. The beer fairy. I'd, I I hope I have a heady topper sometime to have on the show. Maybe I have. I don't think I've had one on no, the show. No, we, we definitely um, but yeah, had heady a, on the show. Yeah, Great. so maybe sometime I'll track one down and and get it. I, I think I maybe the I know I brought you some. I think the four pack. I remember I brought you some when you came to Boston. Yes, you brought and me then some I brought in Boston, some, and then you brought some home. Uh, yeah, at one point when you came home, one and time. I brought I brought some cider for Sarah. I remember. Yep. yep um, some citizen cider, possibly the dirty mayor. I was really excited this week because that's like Amanda's favorite cider. Oh, yeah. um, and so it actually popped up on Tavar, oh. like the dirty cider. It's like a ginger. It's like a ginger. They put ginger in the in an apple cider. So, so it's like it's it's really tasty. And so it popped up on Tavar. So I got some cans for her, um, and so she's really excited about that. Uh, but uh, yeah, so um, pretty exciting stuff. Uh, aged IPAs, do it, you know. Um, yeah. Well, I'll say some people have joked that um, if you age like a double or triple IPA, it becomes a barley wine eventually. Um, so on that how, note... I, but how long would that have to be? I mean, it's a joke, but uh, you oh, know, okay. like, because, okay, so for example... I mean, obviously so, it's not going to literally so, become a barley wine, so, but I mean like... Yeah, no, it, like it just becomes a big malty, it becomes a, it, the malt becomes the most forward thing. And so it's kind of yeah. like a barley okay. wine in sure. that way. But so like, for example, like Avery Hog Heaven um, used to be marketed as a barley wine, like a hoppy barley wine, American barley wine. And then they switched it at one point to marketing it as a triple IBA. Like it was the same beer. And they just like <laughs> told people it was something else because right. like at that time like no one was buying barley wine. There you go. Everybody's looking for an IPA, and so everyone's right? looking for IPAs. So like, oh, fine, it's really hoppy. It's an IPA, whatever. Like you don't know the difference, you idiot that just buys IPAs. Like just here you go, it's an IPA, dumbass. Like, <laughs> yeah, I mean that's well, it's like when you go to Safeway right now, and you know it's like you look, oh, I I need a beer really quick at Safeway. It's like okay, which of which these of the forty IPAs, fifty six IPAs, do I want? Because that's literally Bodhi all they have. Bodie is the answer. Bodie is yeah. What well, Bodie's always the answer, <laughs> but it's like Bodie or uh, I don't know, Top Cutter, Top or Cutter, if, got, yeah. if it's fresh, you know, Silver okay, City fine. or whatever. Yeah, but it's just like holy shit! Like all they've got is fifty eight IPAs, and that's it. Yeah, it's and nuts. Like I, I've just went there trying to get like a Pilsner or a Lager, like, yeah. and you're just like it, but like a craft one, but it's like. A, Okay, I, no. I, I guess I'm, no, I'm just not get, happening. I'm gonna get Bodie. Maybe, maybe if you get something from like you know Sierra Nevada or something. Oh like yeah, that. like Sierra Nevada or the you know Kona. Like yeah, the, it's got to be. Know, it's got to be you know one of the large distributor. Yeah, who who can handle Jeez. their their loggers lingering on the shelves? And yeah. No okay. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, you know. Whatever. Well, I am drinking. Yeah, what are you drinking? A barley wine. <laughs> hey. And this is this is like hot off the presses. I was very excited about this. E9 for the first time has made a barrel aged barley wine. Ooh. I'm really excited about it. Yeah. So it is called Secu S E K I U. Um 
So uh, it was brewed. So in, it's an English style barley wine, which are often brewed with a uh, malt called Maris Otter. Um, so uh, kind of uh, the the beer blogger slash podcaster Don't Drink Beer, Alex Kidd has um, latched onto that. And he's done lots of memes with like otters and like stuff. And I'm actually drinking it out of a glass that I bought from being a patron at it for his podcast yes. um um with that has otters on it like it's got little cartoon otters on it um so that's that's like my barley mine drinking glass um so this one the secu name is named after one of the adorable otters at pint defiant zoo that i go to oh. with my daughter like twice a month um nice. so i was really excited because of that name also really excited. This is a English style barley wine, uh, which typically means so. We were talking about um, the Hog Heaven being a, an American barley wine. So, if if something has American in front of it, if it's not like a wild ale or something, but otherwise, it typically means it's more hoppy. So, like an American porter, American barley wine, American uh, IPA, whatever. It's like it's bigger hopped up stuff, and sure. that. That was typically what would happen. It was actually started um, um, by Burt Grant, who is um, who started a, a brewery in Yakima, um, Grant's at Grant's Pub, and he uh, he his idea. And he's actually shit. I think he's Scottish, um, but he was just like, I'm just gonna make really happy everything, and because he lived in Yakima, and that was part of why he moved there to make beers because all the hops were there and so that's where that american thing but this is an english style barley wine so a traditional style barley wine these are not hopped up these are more balanced this is typically what i prefer american barley wines to me just taste like big ass ipas um big ass multi ipas um that's why the joke is you know it it turns into a barley wine after a while um but so this is aged in rye whiskey and bourbon whiskey oak barrels from heritage distilling company after obviously a local um distillery um so it's it's very good uh it's uh it's not as like hefty as some barley wines like maybe the fremont ones that maybe some of our listeners have had like or maybe the goose island ones it's not like up there in like the 12 13 14 percent um it's more it's it's more like uh um to borrow a a term that alex kid himself says all the time is it's more it's tighter it's it's a little uh it's a little more um balanced um it's not like overly sweet but you do as you drink it it's a great sipper i think it comes in about 10 percent um you get the caramel notes that you expect from an english barley wine you get like the toasted like like kind of the toffee um and 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 you get a little bit of the barrel like a little bit of the oak and a little bit of the bourbon comes in um but the nice thing about it, because it's ten percent, so you might expect the barrel to kind of overpower it because they did age it for over a year. Um, but it doesn't; it doesn't overpower it because um, I've had some um, just like ten percent, which you might consider like kind of a that's like a standard barley wine. But now they've gone up to like 12, 13, 14, 15, 17 percent is what Anchorage does. But uh, um, but yeah, so it's I think it's just it's like a barley wine, like it's it's like it's like caramel cola basically like you're just like drinking like a a nice like like um carbonated caramel toffee uh beverage and it's very tasty um and you get to i mean it's obviously a little more about like it's a little more nuanced than that but but it's very tasty I, I'm, I'm really enjoying it um it's a, it's a 
it's it's nice enough like because i'm taking down the 16 ounce can all by myself and so it's actually drinkable to the point where i can take down the 16 ounce can all by myself i was sitting here talking for an hour um (laughs) I, i i i very much like it um so i'm really excited that e9 one of my favorite breweries in tacoma where i live made a barrel aged barley wine um they have a great wild ale program like one of the best on the west coast i think i've said that many times so it's cool they're expanding into you know doing barrel age treatments you know for other things you know more spirit barrel not you know not not you know not not a wine barrel and other things like that so yeah it's really cool um so way to go Um, also the price wise for a 16 ounce can it was six dollars so it's 24 dollars for a four pack um typically barely not bad yeah barrel aged barley wines will usually run like a dollar an ounce or more yeah. Um, so you're talking about like uh, less than 50 cents an ounce, obviously, like 40 yeah, cents an ounce. Um, so that's uh, that's that's pretty great. So uh, a great deal, a great barley wine. Um, I think they just have it. I don't know if they're going to send it out. They typically send out most of their cans. Um, and I've seen them sending them out farther and farther. I've seen like uh, breweries, like like places in, on the East Coast have their st- shit. And like, that's cool. Um that they are the nice they make these like world-class beers and i pretty much can get any one i want whenever um so i love having them around and and todd they're um they're they're uh he's been a bartender at the at the original restaurant and now at the uh at, at the brewery for for many years and uh he i think they might might they might have something at the brewery where they have to wear like the e9 stuff all the time but when he was the bartender at the restaurant um he always wore a coog hat so he's a big coog uh, i've seen him at west end pub watching the watching the coogs uh, uh during football games and stuff so um yeah so i always love going talking to him i haven't got to do that that much i'm usually in and out but um hopefully you know soon I'll, i mean they're open now but i'm not really one to sit and have a beer um but yeah so uh go e9 uh, yeah, go tacoma I mean, they've really expanded their offerings like oh yeah for sure since they opened up the you know the other tap room with you know the increased brew since they can can too that's just makes it so much like so much more cost effective to distribute your your beer than versus having to bottle everything and just in general um their beers are really affordable like like just in just comparatively speaking you know the price of their beers is less than pretty much anything else yeah absolutely uh, around and they're local so at least for us i don't know if where you're listening to this podcast from but for us in the uh south puget sound uh they are they are local and so yeah support your e9 definitely for sure yeah yeah and um you know if you live in central washington i know like a lot of breweries look at like varietal gets them in sunnyside wandering hop will sell their beer um in yakima um, I know there's there's shops in uh, in Spokane that get their beer. I know there's shops in Idaho to get their beer. Um, highly recommend E9. I will always stand for E9. I love E9. Um, yeah. So that was a really long beer segment. Uh, probably one of our longest ever. <laughs> Sorry. That's everyone. all right. <laughs> People will get over it. I was like, oh, we're going for a real short podcast today. And then we talked about beer for 20 minutes. So keep it. So, okay, you can stop hammering that forward 30, 30, seconds, that 30 seconds now. <laughs> yeah, we're going to talk about sports again. Let's let's talk basketball. Let's How about talk that? Let's talk basketball. Since we love basketball. Oh, we do. 
Oh, uh, dude, there have been they have been sending out you know little Twitter videos from basketball practice. Oh yes. I, nom, 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 nom. It's so bad. Up. I'm like so much more <laughs> excited for that than I am for football. And I don't know if it's. I mean, part of it is just I'm a huge you know hoops fan, just like you. But part of it's also just that they're going to have something, at least we think, something resembling a normal season. Uh, it'll be shorter, but it's still going to be, you know, I mean, they're still going to play, I don't know, 25 games or so. Like, it's not going to be, um, it's not going to be half a season, basically, which is what football's playing. So, yeah. uh, so I don't know, maybe that's part of it too, but, but I'm just like, yeah, like, let's, <laughs> like, let's get it. Let's, I'm watching these videos and I'm like, it sucks that CJ's not there, but man, like I'm watching all this other stuff. I'm like, come on, we got big guys and they're athletic and we got Isaac Bonton's hair is spectacular. Yeah, oh my and I'm God. just like, Great. let's do this, you know? Yeah. Like, oh yes. And so, um, they're obviously doing a, an MTE, uh, at the end of November. Yes. Why don't you tell people about MTEs? I think we did this in a different podcast, but did we? Yeah, but multi-team event, or maybe it was just you and I talking. I don't know. Multi-team I think it was event. Just you and I. I can't remember what the teams are, but they're going to play at least that non-conference. But right after that, the the conference schedule will kick into gear because, um, and this isn't a COVID thing. This was already decided um, I, over a year ago. Um, WSU is going, or Pat, the Pac-12 and WSU, of course, is going to be playing a 20-game conference schedule, which is the trend a lot of uh, a lot of conferences are going to. Um, uh, it because in unlike in football, where playing these conference games, you can sort of eat each other up, and and no one can like it, it eliminates everyone from that you know that very limited four-team playoff, and from bold eligibility and stuff. Um, actually, in in basketball, it's very heavily focused on who you play, um, and and often even with the new the new net system, um, focus on how you play them. Uh, so it's valuable even to just lose to a more highly rated team, and instead of trying to schedule you know those bigger teams in your non conference, now they're just gonna throw two more conference games your way. And so with WSU, we're getting on December 2nd playing Oregon State, which we already knew um, before this, and they're playing Colorado on December 5th. Um, but now we know the pairings for every weekend um, from, you know, uh, New, Year's Day, New Year's to uh, early March. One of the things that's really interesting about these extra games um, is that, it's not uh, an extra like traditional pairing, right? Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. so they're playing. Uh, you know, obviously they play the, you know, eighteen game, you know, regular schedule, right? You know, nine whatever. Um, so, but these extra two games, they are, and I, actually, so are we? We're allowed to give the Pac-12 credit, right? Like that's that's something we can do if we if we feel like it, right? Like we don't. Do we have to? I know to? it's hard. I, I'm like, I'm looking at this and I'm going like, actually, this is like super cool. So they have taken these games and they've spread them out from the beginning of December and basically until yeah. Christmas. And well, and plus, I mean, December 5th, you have that national championship rematch. Yeah, exactly. 100%. People are going to be tuning in all over the country to, to find out WSU what happens. WSU at Colorado. Yeah. 
But it's like, you know, so you got Colorado, Arizona and OSU, WSU on Wednesday, December 2nd. And then, you know, there's a a couple games on December 3rd, a game on the 5th, a game on the 6th, a game on the 12th. It's just like one game, right? Game on the 13th, the 19th, the 20th, 22nd and 23rd. And so they're just like sort of sprinkling these games in. And I assume those games are not going to be on Pac-12 Network. They're going to be on. We would assume. Uh, maybe the OSU WSU, I don't know. But like yeah, it seems maybe. like you could get those on ESPN and Fox. Yeah, these like FSN or not FSN. FS1. FS1. Uh, FSN ESPN. for you for you old timers. Yeah, if you're oldie like us. Uh but you know, FS1 or ESPN, like those seem like legit there and that's, you know, and then we get into the regular weekend starting, you know, the regular Pac-12 weekend matchup starting on December 30th. And then it's, you know, the pairings and all the stuff that we're used to, right? Like you make the trip and you play both the schools from the area yeah. and whatever. So I, I actually think this is a pretty brilliant – God, can I say that? Like pretty brilliant piece of scheduling strategy from the Pac-12. Yeah, and and usually I'd be like, why are you starting the Cougs at home over, over uh, winter break? But it's like it doesn't matter this year. Yeah, but it, yeah, and instead, and also it's December. 2nd. Also, also to uh, no, I'm sorry, I'm I mean in the in the regular pairings. Yeah, um, the regular pairings. Yeah, yeah. but but uh, yeah, they got the Arizona schools at home over uh, over that that first weekend, New Year's yeah. weekend. Uh, but in in fairness, it's only one. In the past, sometimes they've started out with like U Dub and two other games, so it's like the first three games are when there are no students there. But yeah. there's not going to be any students. Uh, we will matter. talk in a little bit about who's going to be there. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so, yeah, we got Arizona right off the bat. Um, either, well, either Arizona, Arizona State. We only know we only know the pairings of the weekends. We don't know if they're going to be on Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Um, but, yeah, so, uh, but, yeah, Arizona, then the Bay Area, then UCLA. Then, yeah, UW, first UW game is not till the end of uh, – end of uh january um that's the home game but then the final regular season game is uh uw uh so that's when noah williams gets to go back and and take his city again yeah um but yeah so it's uh i mean it's fun to have just think about basketball happening it feels so real now you know obviously this is all could come crashing down um but it has not stopped any league yet <laughs> like everyone yeah. has just powered on through even um, baseball even baseball even a world series congrats to dodgers fans congrats um, to the dodgers for being able to overcome their positive covid test <sighs> okay um we we've talked about covid enough on this podcast um yeah. but anyway so yeah no it's exciting to um to have this schedule to think about, you know, you know, WSU, the, the team, like you said, like, yeah, there's no CJ and that's a bummer that kind of, that kind of takes out your expectation of like, Oh, they could be like challenging for the tournament this year. Um, now it's more of like, let's see what these young guys got. Like we have some talented young dudes coming in and let's see what they can do. And they probably are talented enough that they can beat some teams they shouldn't sometimes and they'll probably be 
young enough that they will lose to some teams that they shouldn't sometimes. But we also know that we have an exceptional coach, exceptional coaching staff, and it's just and, – and I'm excited that they – you know, this year they can maybe work on offense a little bit more. Um, you know, they have that senior leadership to help out with defense uh, or that, you know, the upperclassmen leadership. Um, so I'm hoping, you know, we get to see more of a, a fuller picture of what Smith can do this year. And, and I'm just excited. I'm just staring at this graphic right now at the games and, it, and it's making me very happy. Yeah. The one thing that we're missing is the, by this point I'm used to, uh, really just sort of staring at and breaking down the Ken Palm predictions and there aren't any yet. Yeah. Ken's it's been waiting. Killing me. I think he's been waiting for just I assume like, he's waiting for schedules. He's waiting for schedules. And then he, I think he's really just waiting to make sure it actually happens. Yeah. I'm still and there's been like, a lot of movement, you know, they haven't even had the NBA draft yet and all that stuff. So it's like, yeah. it's like kind of a weird, kind Extreme. of a weird year. Um, but you know, we got, we got Bart. We know that WS Bart Torvik WS2 took quite a hit when CJ left uh, on yeah. that. Yeah. Um, kind of took us down back down to where we were last year. Um, but, uh, yeah, so we don't have that superstar, but, um, I, this is, be, this is gonna be a fun team to watch anyway. They might not be better than last year, but, uh, there's so much youth and, and plus, you know, I'm, I'm hoping there's enough at guard to where Bonton can play off guard and, and, you know, they, he can really be his best and, yeah. And we, we can... I mean, it is super fun to watch a team develop, you know, because it's not like, you know, this isn't a situation like, you know, Washington where, you know, the freshmen they've recruited are so good and they might stick around for like a year, maybe two if you're lucky. Right. I mean, like, I don't think any of these guys, at least at least right now, um, it certainly doesn't seem like any of these guys are, you know, candidates for no, one, one, or, one or one or two seasons yeah, and, they, and then they're yeah. out. Now, maybe they are. Right. I mean, I mean we, like, we we wouldn't have we thought CJ was going to leave after sure. two. But no, we but would I, not have thought, I, that. you know, obviously the the six circumstances of the the 2020 probably uh, pushed him along yeah. probably faster. But I mean, I still look I mean, I wish nothing but the best for CJ, but I'm also like, eh, <laughs> you know, I don't know. Like I watched. I don't him see him pop lot. on up up on a lot of draft boards. Also, like, I watched yeah. him play a lot, and I'm like, eh, I hope it. I mean, I hope it's great for him. I really do. Like, I wish him nothing but success. But I'm also like, eh, I'm not, I'm still not sure. I I see a an NBA player, but I'm also the guy who was like, Clay Thompson is a lottery pick. I don't know about his defense, man. And so I'm obviously an idiot, and it doesn't actually matter what I think. So, you know. Yep, we're two idiots. So you just uh although I will say I remember in the in the comments when Clay got drafted, I I I made a comment in like on one of I think it was one of our posts and, and I think probably Golden State fans found it or something. I said, Well, it's pretty cool that like uh Golden State now has like two of the best shooters on the planet and this guy comes in and says like uh you don't know how good clay thompson can shoot in the nba like you don't like you he hasn't he's only played shot in college you don't know if he's a good shooter i'm like nah dude that stroke yeah travels man that's gonna play anywhere (laughs) that is gonna play anywhere that's that's not a 
Of like, all the I, things we were concerned about, that was not one of them. Yeah, we, we thought, you know, at the very least, Clay Thompson was going to be like a Kyle Korver type, you know? Like, yeah. Like a dude that just drains at, threes. At and the nothing. very least, yeah, right? right, yeah. And so, yeah, I was like, I don't know, man, are his feet quick enough to play defense in the NBA? I'm an idiot. They're obviously quick enough. He's one of the best two-way players in the NBA, and he's got multiple rings to show for it. So, eh. Don't listen to me. I don't know. And we mean. retired his jersey. As we should have. That was fun. I, w- I wore my Clay Day shirt the other day. Yeah, because I finally finally delivered it to you, or you yeah. came and got it. Yeah, that was nice. I like that. I'm glad you thought of me. Wow. Such a good friend. I, I had these, like, I had, like, two of them just sitting on my dresser forever, and I was like, who was I saving these for? I don't <laughs> even remember. And then you were coming over to record the podcast, I was yeah. like... I bet I bet I was saving one for Jeff. Like I yeah. bet I was doing that, and so yeah, yeah. And then I forgot to take it with me because I'm and that kind of guy. Yeah, then you got it the next time. <laughs> you so. gave it to me, and I'm like, oh sweet. And then I put it down. But you and set I it down it. on my table, and it was there yeah. on my table after and you I left. I forgot it. Yeah, but at the you also couldn't find my other shirt, and then you found my other shirt, and so you got two shirts. Like, the next so time. I got two shirts, and then I got you your shirt. Was that the Don't Drink Beer with Racists one? Yes. Yeah. That's and then I got shirt. you your uh, not national champions, but not not national champions shirt. Yeah. Sorry, everyone, that I posted that on Twitter <laughs> and you were like, where oh can I gosh. get that? So many people are like, I want one. And I'm like, uh, uh, the guy who made them. Uh, yeah. Small batch. Uh, WSU probably not super happy that they were made. So it's like many of the beers that I drink on here. Anymore. Many of the beers I can I drink on here. No, you can't get it. And yeah. sorry, like it's they, not they, gonna happen. It will never be made again. So sorry, sorry, sorry. And uh, yeah, I think everybody got theirs. I finally mailed them out months after I got them. Uh, I think the only person who didn't get theirs was Emma. Hers got returned. So now I gotta. We gotta figure out what again. happened there and send it back out again. So sorry, Emma, that you didn't get your shirt. Everybody else got their shirt. I kept it was great. I kept getting texts from people like, I got my shirt. This is so cool. And I'm like, Yeah, you know, and yeah. So sorry, Emma. I've got yours. Yeah. You probably man. don't listen to the podcast though. You're young. You've got better things she's to do. She's got than things to, to do. Yeah, she got better things to do than listen to She lives in guys. Chicago. I know. Like a couple of guys almost as old as her dad or at least i am i don't know if you are you're not but, no that would be but i am that'd be, I can't a, be too far away from casey that'd be a youthful pregnancy <laughs> you know what though like it's yeah that's i mean you grew up in yakima like i can imagine that's probably not we did uh, have one of the higher uh you know teen pregnancy rates in yeah. the state possibly the highest i think man we I, had a lot of those when i taught in wenatchee oh my goodness Whew. that was that was hard man watching that Goodness. I'm going to say uh, vote yes on the, or maintain whatever it was on the, the yes. sex education oh, one. I, I'm sake. sorry. I'm endorsing that one right here. Uh, politics alert. Politics yeah. alert. Endorse. Please, please, please. Vote, I, I can't remember if it was maintain sex. or whatever the vote was, but. It's it's maintained. Yeah, yeah it's maintained. It's, yeah. It's, the, the state legislature already passed it. It's already. Oh, thanks like, for making us do that, uh, motherfucker. Yeah, and then like a whole bunch of people with their panties in a bunch, like, got a petition, got signatures to get it on the ballot, and so you know to have it 
in their minds, hopefully rejected. And, you know, oh, by the way, in the places where we don't teach sex ed, that's where we get the pregnancies and the and the diseases. So, like, it's a pretty simple, it's a pretty damn simple uh, equation here. A little bit of calculus, like, sec, good sex ed keeps people from getting pregnant. So how about we do that? That'd be great. For heaven's sake. Yeah. Vote maintain. Yeah. Go kicks. But uh, I'll I, well, I have to say... Um, I, we we were talking about clay so uh clay today became or maybe not today but the as espn noted clay is the first active nba player to partner with and launch a cbd brand it's so clay that is like so very clay for many reasons many reasons yeah <laughs> like if we just go okay clay just seems like a swell dude who's just kind of chill and laid back uh, you know, partnering CBD like makes a lot of sense, but then like for those of us with the context, yeah, we got that <laughs> right? context. Like, I mean, how many Golden State fans like have no idea of like the larger context going on here? Yeah, you know. So hopefully, uh, you know, it's it's like you know, I hope he becomes even more you know wildly rich than he is. I do. I do like to think like what happened that night has driven him quite a bit as a professional. Yeah, he mentioned so. he mentioned it when he came back. You know, it's like he has thought about the fact that he missed his last game yeah, in Pullman. It. Well, it wasn't his last game in Pullman because they, they played in the NIT. Yeah, they played NIT. But it's his, you know, his... It, was, it, w- it should have been, like, been his, like, send-off game, right? Yeah. Less, yeah. And so, and it, well, obviously, they missed the tournament in large part because they lost that game and um so yeah he obviously he uh he was um he was pretty uh he, he's i think he that is that maybe has been driven him a little bit to uh to succeed and uh and obviously he was in a good situation for that and so he you know he's got some rings oh speaking of rings um did you see wsu tweeted out the um yes. we're just random now the, yeah. uh, the college cup ring. Yes. Oh, gorgeous. Gorgeous. Love that. Oh, by the way, I just saw that your response. Pretty sure I'm going to have to make a trip to Pullman. Dude, you know you can order like up to like 10 or something cans of Cougar Gold online and it's $8 shipping. For at, at like the same price? Yeah, it's always eight dollars. I like the same, like, but no, no, no. The price for the cheese—it's twenty-two dollars. Yeah, it's still the twenty-two dollars. Yeah, and then just or maybe it's twenty-four. It's like it's it's only whatever it's twenty-four, twenty-six. It's definitely way cheaper than you get from like from like Tacoma Boys or whatever. Okay, yeah, no, like Tacoma Boys charges like fifty dollars a can. Yeah, yeah, for that, which well, even even in Pullman, like Safeway is like forty dollars a can. Well, don't yeah, like why would you go to buy it at Pullman and yeah, that's that's I mean, well, sometimes WSU is out of Cougar Gold. Ugh. No, yeah. I like I just need a reason to go to Pullman, man. Like I know, yeah. I know. Like I'm I'm like totally down with that idea on a not football weekend so that I'm not being a Well, I mean, you're not ha- being part of the problem. You, well, you can't go to Ferdinand's on a not football weekend. Uh, They're only open Monday yeah. through Friday. That's true. I can They only probably, open on know, Saturday take, for football games. They do not I can open. I still take other. a personal day and drive over on a Friday. Yeah. And, well, I just want to warn you. I don't want you to be like driving over there on Saturday you're like no, no. Let's go to Ferdinand's and they're Ferdinand's not open. Ferdinand's isn't going to be open on a football Saturday this year either. 
That's what I'm saying. Like, they're never going to be open if you drive yeah, over like, on a Saturday. So I'll have to, like, drive over, like, take a personal day and drive over on a Friday or a Monday or something. Or you can just order from $8 shipping. Or I could just order them and pay for the shipping, but... Yeah, I was talking... I think you replied, I got to buy, like, a... I got to buy, like, a new fridge just so I can buy some more Cougar because yeah. I got too much beer in our regular fridge. You don't have a second fridge? I don't. Oh! You're missing out. I spend all my money I don't know on how the beer. We'd survive without a second. I fridge spend all my money on the beer. I I can't buy another fridge. Yeah, can't I can afford I, another I mean, fridge. That's what the second fridge is for, Craig. <laughs> like my second fridge is full of beer. Yeah, well, my my I can't afford the second food. fridge because I buy too much beer. <laughs> so it's like it's like a monkey paw situation here. We got our second fridge for free. Well, that's that's what I'm hoping for. Like one well, that's just, what you need. One just arrives at my doorstep like because someone is desperate to get rid of it. I will say, though, I'm not sure. Like, you would probably have to put it downstairs, and that would be a huge pain in the ass. So. Well, it would be a huge pain in the ass to put it down there, but it would be it, once, once it, down it is there, down there. Right? Yeah, but you got to come over. Getting I down clean, those stairs would be a... I cleaned it up down there. It looks good. You got to come awesome, over. Man. It looks nice. Like, I cleaned up all the cat piss and shit and vomit. Yeah. You know, like it's 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 looking good. I just have to keep monitoring it. Like I went down there, litter box totally clean, took a dump like right somewhere. In what the hell? Cat's like covering <laughs> it up. He just leaves it there. It's like a power move. Oh, oh, oh you cleaned up my pee. I'm just gonna yeah. take a shit right on your floor. Well, listen, I'm dealing with the same thing right now because we uh, so we got a uh, a barn cat from the Humane Society and. You know, so we live on property out here in, you know, rural South South Pierce County. Right. And um, so we got this barn cat because we want the cat to hunt our, you know, rodents and stuff. But to start with, you know, we're like, okay, we're just going to put him in the garage and we'll just kind of let him hang out in the garage for a while. Feed him in there. Basically make him understand this is his home. Right. And then eventually we'll, you know, keep the garage door cracked or whatever, and he can slide in and slide out and, you know, have a ball and whatever. Uh, But in the meantime, he's not using the litter box. And now my garage that I spent all summer cleaning and organizing and everything else now smells like a like a fucking animal bathroom. And I'm like, God damn it. Oh, and cat and cat stuff is very smelly, very smelly. I'm so irritated. Dude, you got to get, so they have, they have this like, uh, it's called like miracle something. It's like a urine remover. Yeah. That's, it works magic. It's magic. Yeah. It's the, the only thing that works like, too. If like, you just am like, I going to re- find it? Like, like, where am I going to find that? He's been going to the bathroom. I don't know, but. Well, yeah, that's so. the truth. Well, like, that's what, like, I just cleaned my entire basement floor. Like I just, I just did. I just put that shit all over it. So it smells like that now. Which has a smell, which is fine. It's like you know, it's like better a citru- cat piss. It's like a citrusy smell. It definitely smells better than cat piss. Which, on the topic of beer, also a bit smells like mosaic hops. So, um, <laughs> if you put too much mosaic in your beer, it's gonna smell like cat piss. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Um, but anyways, the rings, the ring. That's what. We're yeah, the about. rings. Yeah, they look that's badass. What we're talking about badass college they are cup badass. rings. Yeah. I don't know what I mean. It's like this is this is a podcast, so it's hard to. Yeah, I don't know. They got they got like they got. I don't know. Got a Cougar logo on them. Go to the Washington State Soccer W at WC Cougar Soccer Twitter account. Yeah, they got the Cougar head right at the top, as should be. You know, they got you know College Cup 
on there. You yeah, know, soccer. They, they got a soccer ball on the side. Yeah, soccer box says "Go Cougs" on the side. They got the the College Cup logo on the side. Like it's it's pretty damn cool. Yeah, I'm looking at them right now. Like they got a cool little video where it like. You know, I definitely take a, a replica of one of those, Jeff. Yeah, you would. Instead, we're just gonna have to settle for a replica of the Sounders. Yeah. MLS Cup ring. Made our 2020 season tickets worth it to me. Yeah. <laughs> I know. You know, the t- three like, games we, I we went to. We got to go to three games and got a ring out of the deal. So I guess that's good, right? Yeah. I and, know. you know, and paid for some of our next year tickets if we can actually go to those. But yeah, I mean, okay. So for people who don't know what we're talking about, the sounder said if you'll, if you'll roll your, roll your money into the next season, uh, they'll send you a replica of the 2019 MLS Cup championship ring. So. So that's what that's what Craig and I are getting. We're we're getting those. Uh, you know what we haven't talked about yet? We have not talked about how uh, we are going to attend how every we are going football to attend and basketball games. game this season. Yeah, yeah, cutouts. Hell yeah, dude. Okay, I gotta say, like I am I, all over this. I wanted to get a Mariners cutout, but I didn't know if they would. They didn't say that you would get it after the year. Yeah, and and so I didn't do it. But it turned out they did. Like, they just had them at the team stores. You can get them. So I was, like, bummed out about that. But WSU is doing the cutouts with many restrictions. Um, (laughs) No, wait. Many, many undersells how many restrictions there are on what you can do. Many of them are understandable. Like, totally understandable. (laughs) Yeah, some of them. But, well, okay. Here's the thing. Like, the baseball, baseball... They would hit foul balls in the crowd. You'd see them constantly. I honestly don't know when anyone's going to look at your cardboard football cutout on TV. Like, that's not... It's barely going to be on TV. So, I'm not sure why they care so much what they look like. Like, it's... That's the part. Like, I understand. Like, if if there's going to be some close-ups of them, you don't want people, like, chugging fireball. Although, maybe you do. Um, <laughs> some of us do you don't want people like with a shirt that says like bone the dogs which many frats have with F-U-C-L-A, you know with, all that good stuff, yeah right? like and stuff like that um i guess you don't want that but you know what when they pan the crowd in real games that shit's there too but i guess wsu has control over this so um so yeah you can pay 35 bucks and they will make two cardboard cutouts of you. You submit a picture. You get to align it, which is uh, you, you go on the site and you align your picture. Very good one, Jeff, that you submitted to the Slack. Very terrifying. <laughs> so be the, car selfie. Yeah. Yeah, the car selfie. Well, you never have that sunglasses is, That on. is not the picture I'm going to use. You, need, you need your sunglasses on for a true car selfie. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so yeah, you can submit. You can submit your picture. You, you align it yourself. Uh, they warn you quite a bit on the page. Like you better, it better like be mostly you inside the thing or otherwise we're going to reject it. Uh, no branding other than WSU branding. I'm sure Nike is fine and yeah, stuff like I'm that. Yeah, sure Nike's like, okay. Most of my WSU shit has a logo on it, another logo on it of some sort. Like, am I not allowed to wear my Nike hoodie? And I don't know. Um, but yeah, I, I'm pretty sure just as long as it's WSU, even if it has like Russell Athletic on the side, um, it's fine. Um, but yeah, just WSU, that's the only brand you, I guess... If you're like a weird kook fan, you're like, no, mine's just going to be me in a black shirt and, and no branding. 
Um, I'm just going to wear that, you know, I, I, I don't want to be branded. That's what I wear to my normal WSU games. Or you could go like full on like uh, late November WSU game and just like wear your rain gear in the picture. That could, that could be fun, you know, to make yeah. it realistic. Yep. Yep. I don't know, man. Like, like, I think this is, I mean, it's a no brainer, but it's also cool. Like, you know, it's also those things sick. are going to get destroyed. Although I'm, I assume they'll put as many as they can underneath the overhang, but those things are going to get destroyed in Pullman. Fine. Like, fine. Like, whatever. But that's the one there. So they said the, the I one wanted to mail that shit back to me. Like, yeah, you can. So you can, you can pay 25 bucks, which I will do to have them mail it too. back to you. I will absolutely do that. But it's the football one they're going to mail back to you. <laughs> <laughs> And it's just going to be like in tatters, you know? Yeah. I wonder you if know? I, if you ask, like, like if I, I'm like, hey, will you put it in my season ticket spot? But probably not. Yeah, probably um, not. I mean, I that'd be a pain in the ass for them. Close but. Together. but it's like, I mean, for real, this is, you know, this is honestly, honestly, I think that they're uh, undercharging for it. Yeah, 35 bucks. Not that bad. Like 35 bucks. For both like you 35 bucks gets you Each. football and basketball, isn't it? No, 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 no. You got to pay for both. Oh. You do have to pay for both. Oh, so it. it's 35 bucks for football plus another still 35 pretty for basketball pretty if you want both, which is still a good pretty deal. Good. And then but Damn I mean, it, it's like, let me some Look, for me and all the, you're really doing is donating to the athletic department. Yeah, right? that's what you're doing. I mean, that's all you're really doing. Okay, fine. So like 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 we know that people will donate for quirky, funny, interesting things, right? Like, like listen, we we just did our United campaign, right? And we raised, you know, uh, I haven't written the story yet, but we raised like thirty six hundred bucks yeah. for for uh, or it might have even been, been like four grand or something, but it's something like that, right? Now, which is great and awesome and so excited, and I'm very happy we're going to be able to give that money to Holinsky's Hope. Um, also, is quite a bit less than what we've done the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. Now. That said, you know, some of that is, I think, just look, we're doing T-shirts and sweatshirts again, right? For the for the third year. Like there's a novelty aspect to a lot of this stuff. And so like being able to purchase your cutout (laughs) and have it put in a seat, um, there's a novelty aspect to it. It's like, oh, yeah, this is cool and totally different. Now, if it's next year, probably not that interested. Right. But this year. Why not? Right. Like, it's super exciting. I'll do it. Sure. I'll pay 90 bucks to have my cutout put in the in Martin Stadium in Beasley Coliseum and also to have one of them mailed back to me. Yeah. Great. You know, that's wonderful. I, I will totally do it. So I, I like I said, I think that they are I think they're undercharging a bit. Um, I think that they could charge more. But, you know, I, I whatever. I, I'm a little surprised at how late it is. Um, yes. They're, they're telling you very that you late. Can, yeah, they're telling you that you can submit a up until after well up until November 9th, I think. Yeah, up until November 9th you can order it and then and and they'll get you in there for the Oregon game. Like I'm like, "Wait a minute, you're going to do that in like 3 days?" Like like that's the, or 4 days, 5 days, whatever it is, 5 days. Like I'm like, "You're going to do it in 5 days?" Like that seems like that seems like a pretty short turnaround, but I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, I'm totally doing it. You're totally doing it. I, the only thing that's missing that that I'm sort of like a little uh, like not upset about, like it's not a deal breaker, but like, come on, we need to get ourselves in a group and they're not offering a way to like order yourself as a group so that we can like be together. Like all the kooks, are, like like me and you and BA and PJ, PJ and anybody else who's buying this thing, like we need to be in the same row. Yes. 
and they don't give you the option for that. So and we're all gonna, like, I'm new wearing F. You're wearing U. U. <laughs> PJ's wearing C. B A K. Yeah, uh, yeah. Emma's gonna be wearing U. <laughs> Preston's gonna be wearing W. It's gonna be fuck you, Dub. Right. Just right. <laughs> <laughs> right in a row and they won't we figure it out right in a row and they're gonna be like why <laughs> we'll be like we just do okay all right this is the order we want them in this is it this is what we're paying for okay <laughs> it's f with a cougar logo don't worry about it it <laughs> fits your guidelines it. it's totally okay it's just letter f it's not a big deal followed by or we can go like letters. super subtle like all like and really small in the corner so we know it says fuck you dub like it's really Here's, by the way small in the corner Here's what I know. Okay, so I'm a high school teacher and yearbooks like uh, yearbooks are yes. annually like a what can I get into the yearbook that nobody's going to catch? Right. Kind of deal. Um, like I'm looking at that list of restrictions. And if by the way, listeners, if you have not seen it, it, it I'm telling you, it is extensive. <laughs> it, it is. It's like nine. There's like nine things you cannot do. Uh, and then if your picture isn't framed enough yeah. in it, like they'll reject it. So like, that's like, if you do all the yeah. things, you do all the steps yeah. and then you like, you didn't frame your picture, right. They'll reject that too. So basically so take, be careful, read the rules yeah. is what I'm saying. Basically the idea is you can either wear a plain shirt or you can wear coog gear and pretty much anything else is going to get rejected. Okay. So, all right. So they've got this lo- but like not this coog gear that mentions any other team. You cannot right. mention any other team. So I'm like, how many people like, okay, so how many people look at that list? Like, like I said, I've, I've worked with yearbooks before. Uh, and, and part of the job of a yearbook advisor is to look at every page and think, where is a kid trying to do something they're not supposed to do? Yeah. Like, like literally everything that goes into the yearbook is what is a kid doing? They're not supposed to do. Is it in a picture? Is it in something they wrote? Is it, it what is it? Where is it? You know, you're trying to find it's like a like a like a hunt. You're trying to find it. So I'm I'm like curious, like how many people are going to try to maybe uh, get away with something here and see if they can see if they can hide something in their picture to, uh, uh, you know, in their cutout and and see if they can get away with something. Um, yeah, uh, you probably can be subtle enough. You know, I, I don't think I would think t- so. I don't think they're going to take. uh you know, I, I don't think they're going to take a microscope to those things. Like if it's just for you and you know it's yeah, there I'm, and then you, and then it's and then it's going to be there when they send it back to you and you put it up in your in your uh, in your she shed or your man cave or whatever. Um, you know, that's you know, I'll probably put it up in my basement. You know, I I, I tweeted earlier that I'm, I'm very like apathetic about decoration in any way and and. Uh, Amanda basically forced me to decorate by putting this like thing up on my office wall with like just like shit that I had like laying around in boxes and she hung it up and like it's like but yeah that'll probably be what I'll have to do with my cutout like I'll have she'll like have to force me to hang it up but but yeah if you put something little on there and you know it's there that's all that matters right I think so I think that's all that matters because really you're not going to get much FaceTime on on TV. I wouldn't think so, but I don't know. I mean, they might do like a, Hey, check out the cardboard cutouts. Like, I don't know. So maybe you get a little bit of time. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Definitely not. If we sit in your seats though, (laughs) definitely not getting any TV time up there. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm wondering where, like, <laughs> I'm I'm wondering just uh, how they're going to arrange them, and I'm wondering. I, I I think that a lot of Cougs will do this. I think this will be very popular on diehard Cougs. I think so. I mean, um, I think like like who wouldn't it be popular with? Cheapskates, I guess. People are like, I'm not paying thirty five dollars to have my picture. I mean, like the actual students are like, whoa, thirty five dollars. Like, yeah, they would be like, for sure. Yeah. They they should do it for free for students. That like, would they be should cool. Just actually, do that for yeah. free. Yeah. They should be like, hey, students, upload a picture. We'll put a cut out there, like something. Although that's free that's where you're really gonna get into, uh, in, into like, yeah, <laughs> the the creatively deceptive. Uh, you know, like it's it's uh it's it's challenge gonna, accepted. Yeah. But they should do it for free for them and then make all of us who have jobs pay for it. And, you know, that should be fine. They really should. I think that'd be great. So I don't know. Great. It's only 30-some thousand pit cutouts. Like, they can handle that, right? Yeah. I, I, like, I don't know. Like, yeah, 30,000. Like, I don't know if they'll put them. It'll be interesting. Like, is the Mariners sold a heck of a lot of them. Like, they filled out, like, the whole lower bowl. Yeah. So I I I think there's, I mean there's obviously a smaller fan base for WSU, but I think there's a lot of Kook fans that'll chomp at the bit. So maybe get your shit in early, <laughs> just in case it fills up. I don't know. Uh, maybe and hopefully you get one of those primo spots under the overhang. Like I purposely <laughs> select my season tickets under the overhang, you know, because I ain't bougie enough to to do the the club seats or the or anything else but but i but i do make sure i get the spots under the overhang for that those rain games and snow games um so yeah maybe Although you gotta the, get in early the bright side is that your cutout will be in good shape that's what i'm saying you gotta get the you gotta get early and get the good shape cutout. <laughs> now you're like mangled like yeah lit, like oh yeah been been like all the snow games that we're gonna have in Pullman this uh, this season, it's gonna be great. They've got it. They they have to like laminate them or something, right? Yeah, I hope so. I like so that at least they're, you know, in uh, they're not just completely disintegrating or something. <laughs> but on the other hand, like I said, I kind of I kind of want to like have it mailed back to me and be like, oh, good, it's here, and then open it up and it's just like in tatters you know i'm like i'm kind of down with that idea you're like i think it'd be it cool was i could put mine? it up in my put it up in my you know my my tv room and and just people be like what is that and i'm like that's my cutout that was in martin stadium for six games in 2020 well like i i, I imagine they're gonna or like three games i guess only three games but like, you know what i mean on the back of the cutout or something they're gonna put like our contact information or you know some information that will identify and then for us so they can send it back to us but it's really funny if like it just like through snow and wind and rain and whatever, like th that information is no longer identifiable. And they're just like, we have a pile of them here in Pullman. If you want to come try to figure out which one is yours, go ahead. That would be awesome, too. <laughs> that would be hilarious. Like, come to Pullman, pick up your cutout. <laughs> like yours is like. You have to hold it up to the guy like, I swear it's mine. They're like, eh, okay, sure. <laughs> take it take it away. Oh, man. Yeah. Cut out some Pullman. I'm excited. 
I'm excited to get my cutout. I'll probably get one for B, too, because that'll be cute to hang on the wall. Uh, are they going to send the basketball one to us, too, or just just the football one? That's yeah, so they said that if you bought both, they would just send you one. That's right. And then, But if you bought – if basketball was the only one you bought, they would send you that one. If football is the only one you bought, they'd send you that one. And if, they, if you bought both, they just said they would send you one. I do so want to. It doesn't I do wanna, say which one. I I do want to meet the person that only buys the basketball one. Yeah, I'm 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 curious to meet this person who's like, yeah. Nah, fuck WSU football. I only support <laughs> WSU basketball. <laughs> Is that person exists? I don't know. Like, I would. I, love I, I probably would. I mean, I probably would like them. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. It's like, just, it's fascinating. Yeah. Maybe they're like really like, into Central's football team and they're like, I really only or like, they're like WSU basketball. Look, I root for Eastern's football team and WSU's basketball team. Yeah. I, I want to know from players if they think it's cool or not. Like, they probably. I mean, think I don't it's think weird. it's fooling anybody, but it's also like I don't know. Like, it's got to look better than empty seats, right? I don't know. It might be kind of creepy. Like maybe. Like pictures staring at you is creepy. It always is. Because like the eyes, they follow you. They always follow you. Yeah. But instead of having real people eyes following you, it's going to be like this weird. Like it's going to be a lot of people in screaming faces, but just frozen. I don't know. I don't know. I I would think it'd be better than empty seats. It'd be funny to do yours and like a just like you're you're like throwing your hands up like you're pissed off. <laughs> 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 God damn it! God damn it! Like that's, damn it. that's the that's like oh there we or go. Or you're like screaming at a rap. You're like you could very clearly you're starting to fuck you. <laughs> like that would probably be more appropriate for me actually. <laughs> Like my my guy needs yeah. to be screaming in some yeah. way. I don't know. Like, we are we gonna take pictures of ourselves yelling? Like, I'm not sure about this. I don't, <laughs> I don't know how to like. I don't know if I can. Uh, I don't know if I can talk myself into doing that. <laughs> or maybe we should. Here's maybe what we should do. Like maybe you and I should get together and then we take pictures of each other yelling because like if you take like a selfie yelling. It's no, you definitely weird, have to right? have someone else take. Like, you're gonna have to like jo- have Josh or something take it, or your, yeah. your your son or something take the picture. So, like, you know, we take a picture of each other yelling and upload that, and yeah, that might work. That might work. It might work. I don't know. I otherwise, I don't know what kind of face. I mean, you can't just like smile and just be like, "Hi," you know. Like, I can't. <laughs> this is what I do in a football game. I'm at a football game. Hey. I'm smiling at a football game. Like, I, yeah, I, I think, think you definitely works. have to have some sort of emotion in it. Yeah. So I don't know. No, we're I just workshopping know. here. Yeah, we're thinking this through. Email us podcastvseveryone at gmail. Let us know what you're gonna do. Or tweet at Jeff at pod versus everyone, or at me at Craig. What is my thing? At the Craig Powers. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I believe that is your Twitter handle. Yes. Um yeah, just if you got ideas, send them our way. Um 
I don't know, man. Pretty good place to stop the show. Seems like it. That's I. And once again, I thought this was going to be an hour. It's oh no, an hour forty. Ah, just a couple of dudes talking. Couple of dudes being bros, bros having a dude's time. Yes, all of that. Bros having a dude's time. Go Cougs, Jeff. (laughs) What did they call Jeff? Booscare. Booscare. All right, go kooks, Craig. <laughs> Black Lives Matter. Black Lives Matter. <laughs>